93.7 FM. Bringing hope to many around the globe. Transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mensah Otobiel. And now, today's Word. Beginning from this week, I'm starting a new series that I'm going to carry for a while. I don't know how many parts I would do in my mind. I plan to do six parts, uh, six parts of this series. But, you know, sometimes uh, I may feel to extend it a little, but I'm, I'm aiming at doing a six-part series. And um, I'm going to teach on what I call life in the spirit. Let's say that together. Life in the spirit. The Christian life is a spiritual life and, and we have to learn to, to flow in the spiritual life and have to know what it is to have this life in the spirit. We know about the physical life, we know about our financial life, we know about our academic life, but we have to also know about the spiritual life and life in the spirit. And today my subtitle for life in the spirit part one is we are spirit beings. We are spirit beings. That means that we are spirit people. The word spirit is used broadly to describe many things that are not material, things that are not physical. Because it's very easy to uh, understand the things you see. When, when you see a human being you see his body, you see his head, features. It's very easy to identify a human being uh, physically, but difficult to identify the human being spiritually. Uh, if we go to a place, we can see the physical buildings and physical structures, but difficult for us to see the spiritual activities taking place in that place. So physical things are easier to understand than spiritual things. Uh, it's easy for us to relate to God when we say God is a spirit. We, we have an idea of that, that angels are spirits. Uh, but when it comes to human beings, it's difficult for us to uh, see that a human being is also a spirit. And that's what we are going to uh, discuss today. Now, in the Hebrew language and in the Greek language, and the reason why I talk about Hebrew and Greek is because the Old Testament uh, was written in Hebrew. So uh, when you're reading the Old Testament in English, it has been translated from Hebrew. And when you read the New Testament in English, it has been translated from Greek. So the original manuscripts are Old Testament is Hebrew, New Testament is Greek. And it's important for our biblical understanding. Now, in both the Hebrew and the Greek language, there's no specific word for spirit. There's no exact word for it. Uh, and so the words translated as spirit uh, would mean wind or breath or life. 
And so sometimes the concept may be a little hazy when we want to look at something that is spirit. But I hope that in this teaching, we can grasp what it is that is spirit, uh, and then we can, we can flow more in our spiritual life and operate more in our spiritual life. Amen? All right. So we're going to start with two verses, and both from the book of Job. The first one is Job chapter 33, verse 4, and the second one is Job 32, verse 8. Job chapter 33, verse 4, and Job chapter 32, verse 8. So I read first Job 33, verse 4. It says, The Spirit of God has made me. The breath of the Almighty gives me life. Now, if you're reading it in any Bible of yours, underline or highlight the two words, Spirit and breath. Spirit and breath. The Spirit of God, underline Spirit. Breath of the Almighty, underline breath. And then the second verse we'll look at is in Job chapter 32, just the previous chapter, and verse 8. And it says, But there is a spirit in man, and the breath of the Almighty gives him understanding. Again, underline the word spirit and underline the word breath. So in these two passages, we are seeing similar words used, the spirit and the breath. In both cases, the Hebrew word that is translated as spirit is the word ruach, ruach. In Hebrew, it is a word that is translated as spirit, but it means wind, it means breath. The way it is even pronounced, ruach, is speaking of something coming out, a breath being given. Spirit, therefore, in Hebrew is ruach, ruach. And, and Job chapter 33 verse 4 says, The Spirit of God made me. The Spirit of God made me. The Spirit of God made me. So when the Bible says God made man in his own image, uh, Job is saying it is the Spirit of God that did it. The Spirit of God made me. And the reference here is the Spirit of God in reference to his power, or in other cases it will say the hand of the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord, the hand of the Lord, the power of the Lord made me. Since God is a spirit, this verse tells us that all of our being came from the Spirit of God. All of our being came from the Spirit of God. Uh, including even our body was made by the Spirit of God. The physical body was made by the Spirit of God. The spiritual man was also made by the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God has made me. The second thought you get is that there is a spirit in me. Job 32 verse 8 says, There is a spirit in man. There is a spirit in man. So not only did God make us, but he also put something in us that is similar to who he is. It is called spirit. 
the Spirit of God made us. And the Spirit of God put a spirit in us. The Spirit of God made me. The Spirit of God put a spirit in me. Now that does not mean that your body is, is bad or your body was not made by God. The body is also made by God. There is no part of man that is not made by God. But we are focusing on the Spirit. The Spirit of God made me and the Spirit of God put a spirit in me. There is a spirit in man. The spirit in man was created or put there by God. The spirit in man is man's own spirit. It bears resemblance to the nature of God. But there is something very important we must remember. That all human beings have a spirit from God. But not all human beings have the spirit of God. The spirit from God is not the same as the spirit of God. So when we say that God has given us a spirit, it doesn't mean we have the spirit of God. Not all human beings have the spirit of God. All human beings have a spirit from God. But not all human beings have a spirit of God. Having the spirit of God comes through another process. But all human beings have a spirit from God. The spirit in every human being came from God. But that is the person's own spirit, not the spirit of God. There's a difference between the human spirit and the spirit of God. Both are spirits, but they are not the same. I hope you get that. All right. So there, God's spirit made us and God's spirit put a spirit in us. Now, when we were reading the two passages, we found another word, breath, breath. The word breath from the Hebrew is neshama. And it's not the same as ruach, the breath of God. And what does the passage say in Job 33 verse 4? The breath of God gives us life. The breath of God gives us life. Now if you remember in Genesis chapter 2 verse 17 when God made man from the dust of the earth and the passage says God breathed into man the breath of God, neshama, the breath of God and the passage says and man became a living being. Other translations will say man became a living soul. In other words, man became alive. And the passage here is saying it is the breath of God that gives us life. There is a spirit in me, but the breath of God is what gives us life. That word is very important. It's not the same as the spirit of God that creates us. And not only does the breath of God give us life, the breath of God gives us understanding. Job 32 verse 8, there is a spirit in man and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit gives him understanding. Inspiration is, is the same as breath. In breathing, there is inspiration and expiration. When you breathe in, inspiration, expiration. So the breath of God inspired into us or put into us gives us 
understanding. There is a spirit in man, but the breath is what gives him understanding. That means that out of the breath, we have understanding, reasoning, intelligence, self-awareness. It comes from the breath of God. Both the Ruach and the Neshama, both the spirit and the breath are from God. Both are from God. The spirit is from God, the breath is from God, but they are not the same. If they were the same, they would have the same word. They are not the same. But they are all invisible. They are all unseen. The Ruach is unseen. The Neshama is unseen. But they are not the same. In general English language, we call the Ruach the spirit. And the Neshama we call the soul. The spirit and the soul, both are not seen, but they are not the same. And being able to tell the difference between spirit and soul is critical for the spiritual life. And next week I will get to, to that. But there is a spirit and there is a soul. They are both invisible, but they are not the same. They are both unseen but they are not the same. And sometimes we interchange the word spirit and soul together. They are both not physical, both invisible, but they are not the same. Now, I will take you from the Old Testament now to the New Testament to see how this concept is growing in the New Testament. First Thessalonians chapter 5, Verse 23. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. And 1 Thessalonians 5, 23 says, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul is talking to the Christians and he says, may God sanctify you wholly, completely. And that's a very important thought. It means that man is whole, complete. We are not parts. We are complete. But in the completeness, there are parts, but we are not parts. The difference is like uh, uh, if you want to make uh, gari sookings. You like gari sookings? Okay. There are parts of gari sookings. There is gari. There is water. There is sugar. And uh, if you like it, you add milk. All right. These are the parts. But if you put the parts aside, it is not called garisokings. It's not. It's when you put the parts together that you have the composite that you can partake of. And that is how it is with the spirit, soul, and body. They are a composite. You don't have to think of them as parts because if you think of them as parts, then you are dividing something that must not be divided. 
but you sometimes think of them as parts so that you can be able to understand how each side functions so that when you are eating the gari sokins, you know that the sweet part doesn't come from the gari, it comes from the sugar. And, and, and the one that makes it liquid doesn't come from the sugar, it comes from the water. And the one that colors it white comes from the milk. Alright? Now you need to understand that. But you can't eat it and say, oh at this point I'm just only eating the milk. No, you, you are eating the composite of what that thing is. So when we think of a human being, uh, although in my teaching I'm trying to show the parts, I don't want you to think of human being at three parts. The human being is whole. He's complete. He's perfect in his completeness. Alright, now when Paul is talking here, he says, May the Lord of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole, everybody say whole. And he talks about three things. What does he talk about? spiritual body. Underline those three words in your Bible. May your whole spirit soul body be preserved. So it means when we are talking about the whole man, the whole human being, the whole human being from this passage is made up of a spirit, a soul, and a body. A spirit and a soul and a body. That's the whole human being. So let's look at the three components that the passage highlights. First is the word spirit. In the Greek language is pneuma. And the spirit, the same as the ruach in the Hebrew. Spirit, the spirit of God relates to the spirit world. Now remember the spirit of man is not the same as the spirit of God. They share similarity but they are not the same. However, the spirit of man can receive the spirit of God. The spirit of man can communicate with the spirit of God. But the opposite is also true. That the spirit of man can communicate with other spirits that are not the spirit of God. So not everything spiritual is of God. Because God is a spirit. Satan is a spirit. Demons are spirits. So when you are maneuvering in the spirit world, you have to be very careful whom you are contacting. Or what you are contacting. Or even when somebody is ministering to you spiritually, you have to determine what that person is contacting and ministering. And imparting because not all spirits are the spirit of God but God is a spirit man is a spirit unfortunately the bad boy is also a spirit the devil demons they are also spirits so when you say I'm in the spirit I sense something you have to be careful what you are sensing <laughs> Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebe, like his page on Facebook. 
follow him on Twitter at Mensa Otterville. Email Otterville at centralgospel.com or call plus 233 302 688 000.